Welcome to Arts North. I'm your host, Michael Cast. Arts North, everything art. I want to take a moment to thank my sponsors, Linda Rempel from Sun Life Insurance and the Community Arts Council of Prince George and District, otherwise known as Studio 2880. Also, I want to thank uh, CFIS for allowing me to record this particular episode of Arts North in the CFIS FM studios. And somebody who hasn't been in the studios here and elsewhere, I'm not going to get into that, um, who hasn't been in the in the CFIS FM studios in a long time is uh, Vanessa Whitstruck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Good. Well? I'm good. Um, probably not since Kathy Travers was... Was yeah, alive, not eh? since uh, not since she was around here, um, and even then, you know, I can't recall what exactly, when exactly that would have been that I was on. She had me on a few times, so yeah. Um, it's she's a you know sad um, turn of events when she passed away. A huge supporter of the arts and a huge supporter of music, especially, and uh huge supporter whenever you were playing and i know you're going to be playing on friday um unfortunately this podcast won't um, be out before then but uh friday at the oak room grill and you play a lot at the oak room grill i do they are so good to me there are they Um, they're so kind and lovely i really i really like everyone who works there and and uh, prashant and everyone else and darren they're really good to me and um of course that's where i met kathy and her husband and uh, they came in one night and they said they, they came over and they said who are you and i said i'm i'm vanessa it's nice to meet you <laughs> and they said well where did you come from and i said oh I, I, you know here i'm i'm from french torrent and born and raised here and she couldn't believe she'd ever heard me mm-hmm. um which was because i was relatively new to the scene really i was yeah. um just over it was probably two and a half years ago um and uh i i've only been in the the music scene for about four so now was that before or after you took the the um, Prince George, what is it now? Oh, it's, Limelight um, Quest. Limelight Quest. Yeah, that was, um, wow, almost five years ago. Almost five years ago. So that would have been quite a while after Limelight oh, Quest. Oh, was it? So, yeah. yeah. I did Limelight Quest and I did a couple things afterwards and performed a little bit. Um, when Shiraz was still here, I used to play there every mm-hmm. once in a while as well. But um, I wasn't really putting myself out there too much until about three or four years ago so i'm just going to give a little bit of background to listeners first of all kathy travers is a is a former bostonian was a uh prince george resident just got her landed immigrant status as a canadian citizen and uh, unfortunately she passed away um before just before probably in november october i think october and uh and uh, so we're going to miss her. She's a huge, uh, so she was a huge supporter of the arts and, like I said, of the music scene. And uh, Limelight Quest is something that um, uh, Don Boudreaux, jazz singer down in, um, down in, is she in Victoria or Vancouver? She's in Vancouver. Vancouver, now, yeah. yeah. Uh, down in Vancouver. I do have a podcast with her on it, actually. Um, she comes up to Prince George and tries to get some uh, local talent of all ages to participate in what would be something like um, something like uh, 
America's Got Talent or yeah. well, an or idol, an, an idol, idol, right? That's right? it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's um, that's what I was looking for. And it for. used to it used to be Prince George Idol before it was yes. Limelight Crest. I think know. there was some yeah. name stuff going yeah, on, just to cover like your your well, butt, just right? to be safe, right? Yeah. 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 Well, you know that happened to that happened to us here at CFIS. Oh, really? Yeah, we uh, we had a podcast. It was mm-hmm. it was Daryl A. Bears, uh, roadside electric roadside diner, and. As a community radio station, we do we do pay royalties even for oh, yeah. the for the uh, songs that we play yep, through uh, through um, um, what's the name of the I can't remember. Anyways, so we do people do get paid, and we you know we're honest about it. But apparently, when we do a podcast and it goes on something like Spotify, we need to have other licenses. Really? Yeah. I would never have guessed. No, and neither did we, and that's why they took well. it off. <laughs> so well, they, they took it off the air, anyway. right? Yeah. So, uh, and um, and uh, well, but here because I don't use anything aside from material that the artists allow me to uh, use, and I'm hoping. Vanessa will be able to get me a song. I can't believe. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna call you out here. I can't believe that you don't have some like good recordings. I well, I would just w- wish people could hear your voice. Well, you know, um, like I I I really uh, struggle with that one. It's the question I get more than anything mm-hmm. uh, when I finish shows. Is well, where's your CD? And um, have you got anything recorded? And um, of course, I, I don't have anything professionally recorded. Um, I back a few years ago um, after Limelight, when Earl Crucial Nicky was still in town, he did uh, Earl's Music Emporium, mm-hmm, yeah. um, and I, I recorded an episode of that. And ahead of that, I wrote um, about twenty-five minutes worth of songs. Oh. Um, and I hate them all, <laughs> to tell you the truth of it. Um, I, I, I don't like them. I listen to them now and think, oh, man, I, you know, they're just, they didn't come from a very creative space. I don't think they weren't in a, in a space where I really felt confident about them. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, like I wrote them and I'm proud that I wrote them, but I don't want them recorded. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there was, a, yeah, none, actually none of those songs have I, have I played uh, since then, actually. Oh, is it one of the songs that you you might have? Is that a well, is that a, an original? It is an original. Okay, um, and that's a different uh, different case. Um, so well, we'll was, d- yeah. If you if you can get it to me, I'll put it at the end of the show. Yeah, and if not, but what is the song about? Um, well, it's called uh, "Cigarettes." Mm-hmm. Um, I was uh, seventeen when I wrote it, and. Um, it's about well, uh, a, well, you know, you know, like a, a loss of someone who um, actually wasn't healthy. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, I can relate and, to that. Oh yes, as yeah. I get older, I can certainly relate to that. As a seventeen-year-old, um, oh. I don't, I didn't have a clue what I was talking about. Um, but it no. came from a space where I really thought I did, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it was genuine. And, and you know, I actually spent months working on that song and going back and revising and fixing the lyrics. And um, it's one that I do actually like. And I hadn't played in a long time. And then a couple summers ago, someone said to me, "Oh, will you play cigarettes?" And I thought, "Where on earth did you find that song?" <laughs> How did you know about it? Yeah. And uh, so I, I uh, played it that one time. And actually, I've kind of embraced that one mm-hmm. um, because it, it was one of those songs where uh, I felt quite strongly about what I wrote. And I 
Oh, I did enjoy it. It came from a good space. Do you play it live now? I do play it live now, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Well, I have. I don't think I've ever heard it. Did Have you ever played? Because I used to do, when, well, Kathy had a radio show on CFIS, and I used to work, uh, do production for her, and you were in a couple times, and I don't ever remember that. I remember me and Bobby McGee, because that just oh, blows me course. away, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and and us hoping one day you will embrace the blues genre. <laughs> Yes, I know but, that. Well, what well. is your genre? What are, what do you consider folk, or uh, or can you put a label on? It? I I do like folk, um, and I think it, uh, it's in a label that a lot of people would describe to what I play. Mm-hmm. Um, I forever will be a huge fan of country music. Um, it's what I grew up listening to. I mm-hmm. grew up listening to Merle Haggard and Waylon Jennings and Willie Nelson. My absolute. Uh, uh, First love as a, as a you know four year old kid was Willie why Nelson. does that surprise um, <laughs> me I just don't see it <laughs> well that was before yeah. I'd seen him um, I just knew that he played my favorite songs of course so. yeah um, but yeah that was what I grew up listening to and so um, that's what I've changed a lot of my uh, uh, a lot of my sound to sound like and um, it's what I focus on in my sets you know especially when I play older stuff and yeah. it seems to resonate with a lot of people here oh here um, yeah especially yeah, yeah yeah absolutely so they seem to like it so I keep playing it and I enjoy it too so so when you when you look at a song that you want to cover and and do you, do you sort of arrange it or slow it down or speed it up? I don't know a lot about music, right? All I know, <laughs> <coughs> like I can play blues harmonica by ear, but I can't read a music. So yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's it depends on the song. Uh, it depends on the song, what it means to me, mm-hmm. um, and how I want to approach it. And sometimes I hear a song, and I think, you know what? That would sound so good if we could just take it down a notch, you know, slow it down a little yeah, bit, make yeah. it a little more, uh, give it give it, give it some more depth. Um, and sometimes I just really like the way the song is done, so I mm-hmm. try to do it. I don't want to copy how it's done, yeah. Um, you know, because I I think that's a bit of an affront to the person who's originally done it. Mm-hmm. Um, they did it their way, so I'd like to do it with a little bit of. Uh, uh, my own way um, in a way that suits my voice and my style as well um, mm-hmm. but complements the original yeah yeah, yeah I, I, I have some artists I, I I watch and I really enjoy their work and and uh, and I I emulate it I think that's the word eh? like I, I don't want to copy it because of, of course I can't I can't express what they're feeling when no. they're making the painting right yeah so uh, I try and I emulate it and it comes out sometimes it comes out awesome other times it comes out like I just paint over it again <laughs> <laughs> yes I have yeah. that experience yeah. too they don't always work out the way no. you want them to do they um yeah I do think that uh covering songs is very similar um and writing songs too takes on that uh that aspect in which I'm pulling from what I know right yeah um, um, from what I've already played and what I listen to and uh, using that in my own way, but um, also playing tribute to uh, the genre that I'm pulling it mm-hmm. from. Yeah. So you're in school. I am in school. And what are you majoring in now? I I was lucky. I just hit you at the right time, you right? You did. I'm it's on reading, reading break. Week. It was yeah. perfect, perfect timing. Um, I am uh, currently doing my master's in English. Yeah, uh, I'm in my first year. And I'm really enjoying it, actually. I'm so, what do you it. want to do afterwards? Um, I'm, I, you know, I went into university thinking I was going to get an English degree, and then I go get my teaching degree, and I teach. And I knew I wanted to teach, but um, now having been in a in a university space, I really would like to stay in in a university space. Oh yeah. There. So, um, I've been TAing a couple courses, and I find that I really love teaching 
students at this level. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to hopefully stay in that kind of space. Uh, PhD? Well, yeah, whether I stop with my master's or I go on to get a PhD, which I, I kind of like to. I think I'd like to. Um, wow. Yeah, so we'll see. But I, I like the research and I like the teaching. So, it so like favorite right books? Route. Favorite books? Yeah. Oh, gosh, don't do this to me, Michael. Well, it depends I, on the okay. genre. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, I know I know what you mean because it's like, what's your favorite? Okay, what are, here's a question. What are the books that had the most uh, impact on you? Um. Great Gatsby. Oh, wow. Really? I, I read it when I was in like yeah. grade 12. And yeah. it was the first book that I read that wasn't like a modern, you know, young adult fiction that I was like, wow, mm-hmm. there's something here. And uh, yeah, yeah, Great Gatsby definitely had an effect on Lord me. of the Rings for me. Oh, was it? Yeah. It was kind of like the first, you know, um, an, I'm a voracious reader. Uh, yeah. It was the first uh, book, like adult book that I had read. I was a young teen. Yeah, I think so. Oh, you're handing me this. Okay. I just want to make sure that's your email there. Um, Uh, Yeah, you can try that one. That email will work. So she just handed me a song. So we'll see how good it is. And if we can put it up, we're going to put it up. And we know the background to it. So that's great. And uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. So it was recorded live at Shaw. Yeah, and that this would have been um, like four years ago. Four yeah. years ago, I was in my first year in university when I did this one. So that's um, interesting. <clears throat> it, it, you know, it's interesting to look back on it. Um, there are so many things now that, knowing what I know, I would do differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and the song has changed since then. It was new then, and yeah. it's changed. But um, yeah, it's interesting. Until you get to on. be my age. <laughs> I don't want to change anything except I look back at things and 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 I I'll. I'll do like a, you know, smack my head and say, what was I, what was I thinking? What was I doing there? Where was I? Um, The Shaw, the Shaw studio thing is interesting because that's where Arts North got its start. Really? I did some with Jonathan Valoroso. We had interviewed some artists and it's really difficult for timing to do, to do the video work with Jonathan. Right. So then I, and I thought, what is the, what is what can I do to to bring these talented people that are not only here but in the region, in the province, and and even across the country? Uh, what can I do to to I don't know, uh, you know, get them out there uh, and talk and find out what what you know, and just talk about art and life and things. And uh, so, podcast came. Podcast was the thing that came out of that. So, and hopefully, we'll still get to do some videos. If yeah, if jo- it's just that Jonathan works a certain days and I work certain days, and oh, and I don't, I don't like, in, uh, yeah, I don't want to interrupt his, and uh, in, you know, into overtime or his yeah. free time, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But you know, we so. need that kind of support, and Prince George has a lot of that support, and I mean, that's where Kathy plays in, right? Like, she's mm-hmm. such a supporter of the arts, and and she really spoke out for them, and and I appreciate that about Prince George. Um, but you know we can always use more of that. Um, I agree. That push for it. When I uh, when I first got here, uh, I couldn't wait to leave. <laughs> when I got this was just sort of a way. Like my story is pretty interesting, but this was sort of a way stop. I was here, uh, and I and I looked around, and then I talked to my dad. Believe it or okay, they had pay phones. Oh yes. Okay. So this is about 17, 16 years ago. So they they had a pay phone at the Telus building, and I'm like, okay, I'll phone my dad. Uh, they they didn't know where I was at the time. I was sort of gallivanting across the country, and I said, uh, "I said I'm in Prince George. I said there's a couple things that would keep me. There's beautiful women here, but more than that is the art scene. Mm-hmm. 
even then I realized that, that there was a vibrant arching. And although I didn't get involved in it, it, it drew me in. And it's probably, I don't know about you, what got you into music? I loved music. It was a family thing, I think. Yeah. I watched, I grew up watching my uncles play guitar and sing and, and, uh, and yeah. you know, form bands. And I, I just, it was uh, something I grew up with and it was a family thing. So it was very deeply ingrained mm-hmm. to love music. But I also loved to sing. I loved to sing as a kid and um, I knew for a long time that's what I wanted to do. So I took some pushing, but um, I got there and, you know, I really enjoy it. And I take a step back every once in a while and, and just, uh, you know, figure out some other stuff. And mm-hmm. and um, doing it too much, I find I, you know, I, I don't enjoy it as much when I'm, when I'm too involved. But um, every time I get back into it, I realize how much I've missed it and the scene and the people mm-hmm. um, because it is, like you said, a very vibrant uh, art scene and the music scene is as well. And there's so many incredible people and sounds and um, things going on in print storage that people don't realize. And so that certainly keeps me doing what I do. And uh, do your uncles still play here in town? Are they from no, here? No, they or? weren't from here. It no? was more, you know, something they were self-taught as kids and, and uh, they played at family get-togethers and whatnot. I envy people that have that, um, that have the musical, first of all, the musical ability, but that musical uh, background, you know, that that thread that that ties the family together was music. And you hear that often with uh, with musicians. And uh, did you ever get afraid when you were up on, I mean, like, are you nervous? Um, When I started, well, I started with Dawn when I was in high school taking singing lessons. And when she recommended I try my first show, you know, which is nothing major, you know, everybody's parents came and watched a little talent show while they were students. But um, I was terrified and I shook and I couldn't, could only look at one spot on the back wall. And it was, it was very intimidating. Um, But I learned, you know, I kept, kept trying and you you learn and you get better. And um, sometimes I get nervous, especially if I haven't done a show in a little while, Uh, but I enjoy that space, you know. Do you, do you, uh, are so you're playing the Okram Grill here in Mm -hmm. Prince George. uh, And do you, any other plans for any other venues here in town? I haven't made any yet. Uh, no? I'm just sorting all that out this week while I'm away from school for a bit. Festivals? Try to book some stuff and some festivals. I'm, you know, I'm not there yet. No. I'm not there yet. And uh, throughout my undergrad, I took courses in the summer and I worked in the summer. So festivals weren't uh, mm-hmm. really an option. But as I get older, as my schedule shifts and my plans change a little bit, I'm, you know, opening to up to those yeah. sorts of opportunities. Roman Kozlowski, you know Roman. I know Roman. Yeah, Such very talented guitarist. Very he is talented. incredible guitarist. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I talked to him. I interviewed him for something else I was working on, and uh, we talked about school and we talked about uh, education and what came first. And and for him, it was education. And I'm getting the same sort of vibe from you that that you want to finish your master's or your PhD, and then uh, music is. Although you love it, it's it's a close second, can well, I say, or yeah. equal to? Um, I mean, music for me is a really nice getaway mm-hmm. um, from everything else. It's a nice hobby, and it's nice to do um, because it's something I enjoy uh, immensely. That's not um, the heavy workload of school or mm-hmm. anything else like that. Um, it's, it's a job that I like going to. Um, so... 
turning it into a business would not be maybe not the no, best. And I went that route for a little while when I first started and um, noticed very quickly that it was not for me. I yeah. tired out too quickly. And um, it's really important for me to enjoy music because it is my sort of getaway from, you know, work and school. And um, when I stop enjoying it, then I know that that's when I need to take a step back. So say it's stop bothering her about getting into the studio. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, I, I should, I really do need to get around to recording something one of these days. Just for fun, even. Yeah, just for yeah. fun, and you know yeah. what? I, but I, I also need to write something, and that's uh, something I struggle with a little bit too. Yeah. Does I it do. like a block, or are you well, just? Well, you. When I first started my. Uh, my degree, I, I started as an English and history major. And mm-hmm. um, when people found out I was I English love major, you. yeah. Those are my two favorite subjects. <laughs> English they? and if I was it's going to. It's an arts person thing. If I was going to. Yeah, because math is just too logical. Oh, yeah, no, we're it's not, too that's black not and white. Yeah. It's like black and white. Physics, black and white. Yep. English, English there's and no right history, answer. Well, there's no. And history is like. You can delve deeper into, right? Oh yeah, the, right? The, 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 oh yeah, absolutely. My my, uh, my cousin is a has a PhD in history, and she's a professor at yeah. University of Alberta. Yeah. Oh yeah. really? Yeah. So and I'm sure she loves it. Yeah, yeah, she does. Okay, so English and history. Oh yes. So when I well, so I started out, I did my undergraduate in a joint major in English and history, and when people found out about that, they uh, always asked me, "Oh well, how did, does that you know help you write music?" And I said, absolutely not. No, helps me <laughs> uh, read. No, it, uh, <laughs> you know, and uh, it's it, be, becoming a um, an English and history student changed a lot of things for me. I used to be a voracious reader like you. I read a couple books a week when I was in high school. I loved to read. Yeah. And now all I do is read. So I guess it's so, tough yeah. to get out of it. Yeah. Um, and I think the tough part is that I read uh really formal academic work all the time. And so switching between that um, to something that's much less formal that's for fun that's enjoyable Mm -hmm. that's tough to Mm -hmm. switch into those mindsets and when it comes to writing um people thought that you know english would help that but actually i find that they're very separate spheres writing creatively and musically and writing academically Mm -hmm. i really struggle i think to switch between those two um it's something that just kind of happens all of a sudden for me right like you know um in the middle of my day i'll just think of something and then there it goes and my brain goes but it might be 2 30 in the afternoon and i'm in the middle of a class that i can't stand up and leave to go write a song right so carry it with um, it don't you you well you know i do but do you take little notes yeah i do but then you know by the time i get home and i sit down and i've lost it again so Mm -hmm. um i have to be in that space i can't force myself into that space and uh it's hard to switch between the two when i'm constantly uh you know focusing on school and academia and yeah. For me, I so I work in a I work in a in a in in a job that I'm not I, I'm not 100 creative all the time. It's it's design. It's it's um, it, working for a new, the newspaper and 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 right. and putting out ads. When I get an idea though, and I and I would recommend this to you, and, and I can't just stop and go work on you know this. This, I told my boss, I said, I'll just go home and make beautiful shit. <laughs> but, but I write it down. Like I have a notepad yeah. there and I write it down. And I may not get to it for who knows how long. But it, I think in writing it down, it creates, it, it sort of, it, it sort of plants a seed. It does, and it establishes a pathway to go back to later yeah. um, instead of just being kind of lost. In because I know I, I'm the same as you. When I get home at the end, like at the end of the day, I don't want to do anything that's 
remotely related to what I had done all day long. Yeah. Right. No, absolutely. But in the morning, are you a morning person? No. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> I'm a night owl. Are you? Because in I the am, morning, I'm not a morning person. I can get more done. I'll, I'll be up at four thirty-five o'clock, and I'll do oh. more before work. That sounds dreadful. Than I can do. Oh, but see, and then I'm, I'm in bed at ten thirty. Right. Right. You know. Whereas, well, and I, uh, I'm not a great sleeper either, so I don't stay up too late. But I get a lot done in the evenings. Some of yeah. my best work is done in the evenings, I think. Yeah. Th- well, maybe that'll change. Maybe it'll change. It could, yeah. could be. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You, when you're, I think it's this this idea or this vision of university students that are like burning out because <laughs> and they're scrambling working all night long you yeah. know and and just want to you know sleep when they can and and have so many do you have a lot of papers do you have like a lot of is it is the workload really heavy um yeah i mean my undergrad was heavy because i had lots of papers um writing a thesis is heavy because you're just constantly researching, and uh-huh. um, so I always wonder if I'm missing something. Or Hard to be creative when to, you're writing a thesis. Well, right? and that's exactly it. And yeah. th- that's, th- that's exactly it. So, I mean, there's a certain amount of creativity that goes into it, and I really enjoy my thesis, but it, it is a different space. What is your in. thesis on? <laughs> don't laugh. Don't make fun of me. No, no. Um, <laughs> my, uh, that's the reaction I usually get. Um, my thesis, uh, to start broadly, is on Victorian literature. Yeah. Um, getting a little more specific it's on animal literature um and a little more specifically it's on canine autobiography really yes so um i like uh, okay i'm just trying to think of books (laughs) from the victorian era (laughs) which is exactly what yeah that that are that are animal was there were there a a, a lot really Uh, in the mid to late century i mean i'm probably the best like known one now is is black beauty Okay. Um, so if you've ever oh. watched the film or read the book, um, Black Beauty is an autobiography from the point of view of a horse. Um, so, I did not know that. Yeah, it is. Um, and so there's other animal biographies mm-hmm. uh, that are that are uh, being created, you know, in the mid mid 19th to late 19th century. See, I don't think that's funny at all. I think well, that's really cool because I don't know. I didn't know. So first of all, I've learned something here yeah. already. And secondly, I'm like. I'm like, I'm going to go have to look for these books and see what they're about. Yes. I Well, you know, they're fascinating. And just to read them is fascinating. But to research them, I, I really enjoy it. But I enjoy it a little too much. And then I kind of overdo it yeah. and get a little lost Do you have a favorite author? Research. No. Um, I have, well, I have a favorite book, though. Um, and that would be uh, Margaret Saunders' Beautiful Joe, which mm-hmm. is a dog autobiography. And I just, I love it. I love I love joe and his story and i think it's really is well it victorian is that one it's victorian, victorian? Yeah, yeah absolutely um mid to late 19th century again and um it's uh and it's one of the books in my thesis um so i i i, I could go on and on about it but and i won't but uh, it is one of my favorites i think it's really well done um but these books are really fascinating and they're only just starting to be researched right hmm. so um yeah, I, th- I think it's fascinating. But I graduated last May, and then, of course, I have a very large family, and we attend lots of family get-togethers and weddings and all sorts of things over the summer. And so every time I went to another thing over the summer, oh, how is your summer off of school? What are you going back to do? Oh, what's your thesis going to be on? Dog books doesn't play well with people that 
Did you just get a blank stare? Yes, <laughs> with people that had no idea what I was doing. So yeah. um, I was like, I promise it's, it's legit. Um, and they were like, oh, yeah. yeah. Are you sure you don't want to get your teaching degree? Um, but no, actually, everybody's been very supportive of me, which I really appreciate. Well, I used to teach. I used to tease my uh, my cousin. I said, oh, you're going to be a... Uh, you're getting a PhD in history. I'm. I like. Are you the one? Are you the person like the CBC calls when they need? <laughs> you know. But then I. I think. Uh, and I can't remember. I think she was like 20th century. Hers was. My tw- uh, favorite era. What's your favorite era? The Victorians. In history. Victorian? Victorians. Yeah. One hundred percent. I think they're fascinating. I like the 20s. Mm-hmm. I like. Um, I think I like. I think I like everything. Like yeah. as far as history goes, yeah. My my wife will say to me, "What are you watching?" And I'll say, "Oh, I'm watching a documentary on, on you know, early Roman civilization." Oh, and, yeah. and then yeah. the next the next <laughs> day it'll be like, "Oh, what are you watching?" Oh, just something about the, the Vikings and th- this particular guy sort of interested me, so I did some research <laughs> and I'm going to watch it on him and yeah. and oh the Vietnam War and oh this and yeah. oh yeah. Oh, when I was growing up as a kid, I'm sure all my friends thought I was a total weirdo because it's all I'd watch is documentaries and I was obsessed I with Egypt as a kid I watched so many documentaries on mummies and the pyramids and and still you know like I love to watch documentaries on on different periods of history, I got but, to see uh, Tutankhamen's exhibition in Toronto when it came to Toronto this was in okay I must have been 18 maybe oh, so jealous. we're talking and it was beautiful yeah. beautiful and I wasn't I didn't care about this the the sarcophagus. It was the jewelry. Oh wow! Uh, I'm trying yeah, to figure how so did they do that? Yeah, I know it's incredible, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. No, I yeah, I I love history. But, I didn't um, know you watched so many documentaries. Oh yes, yes. yes the first thing over. I search is documentaries, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, these documentaries are boring. I want, I want, you know. FDR, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want, I want some history yeah. documents, some good history documentaries. That's what I enjoy. Yeah. Favorite song? Oh no, it, I don't even. Nothing Do even comes to mind. No. I think people expect something to pop. No, nothing even no. pops into my head. I think for me, when somebody asks me that question, it's like, oh, what day is it? And yeah. I'll tell you. Yeah. What, what was I listening to in the car yeah. on my way here? You yeah. know, it really, right now, I'm really loving this country band Midland, um, and I feel mm-hmm. their songs really they're just so different um they haven't got a very you know um like this this modern sound that's come out in country music in popular country music sorry um they've got they've got a really different sound and i love it midland m-i-d-l-a-n-d yeah okay well if our listeners can check it out yeah yeah some of their songs are my absolute favorites right now i came across i was just reading the news because i love to read the news as well yes of course and i came across this it's from 1987, um, Bob Dylan and the Grateful Dead. And the Grateful Dead. And the Grateful Dead. Well, I haven't heard. And they live. Really? And there's 76 rehearsal sessions that they recorded. 76? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. So I don't know where they got why that number, but that's what it is. So I thought, and so it's on Spotify, and I'm going to oh, check yeah. it out. I'm going to check that out as well. Yeah. That sounds fascinating. Yeah. Bob yeah. Dylan and the Grateful Dead. Well, yeah, no, it's true. It does. It does depend on the day because today I was listening to Midland in the car, and I'd say, yeah, that's my favorite song today, or, uh, or my yeah. favorite band today. And but uh, that's not what I was listening to yesterday. So I don't know. yeah, it could be like when I go into the studio when I'm painting, I'll put I'll put what I think I want to listen to on, and then suddenly right. it's like 
wow, something over there, right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Vanessa, thanks so much. You're so welcome. Time has gone by. Yeah, it's flying. Holy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what we'll do is I'm going to take a, I'm going to take a listen to that song. You emailed it to me and if it's great listeners, I'm going to have it on the end of this conversation. And, uh, and if it isn't, then you know, it's not, and you'll hear my usual <laughs> boring ending about sponsors and, and, and whatnot and trying to make ends meet as with the podcast. And you'll just have to come hear me live instead. That's right. Excellent. <laughs> Okram Grill, usually, well, this, yeah, yeah you're going to be there Friday, which is Friday the 21st, 21st yeah. two days from now. Unfortunately, the, this will be out after that. And, uh, but let me know. And mm-hmm. then on the Arts North Facebook page, and that will always support local artists. Awesome. Thank you so much, Michael. Thanks, Vanessa. Cigarettes will stay You always thought you'd be the one To make me give them up well, Maybe I believed that too But baby, that's just love It makes you think so many things Till I can't tell what's true And when you're gone There's nothing left for me to hold on to Just cigarettes and thoughts of you And I don't know where you are right now But I'd like to think you're missing me But I'd like you to say That I'm the one that got away And you're the one that let me Lost in clouds of smoke Days and weeks go slowly by And nights go with them too But when the stars come out Is when it's hardest to get through White embers fill the sky And red sparks fly through the air I hold my cigarette and take a drag like I don't care, but I do. So I toss it out along with you. And I don't know where you are right now, but I like to think you're missing me. And it's easier to say. You're the one that got away And I'm the one that lets you go Words lost in clouds of smoke
This episode was recorded at the studios of 93.1 CFIS-FM in Prince George, British Columbia, produced and edited at Strange Trip Studios. If you want to check out any of our other great content, such as podcasts, video interviews, and blogs, just go to artsnorthbc.wixsite.com or check us out on Facebook, ArtsNorthBC. For Arts North, I'm your host, Michael Cast.